So uh, th thanks, Lauren, for uh, for doing this uh, brief interview about decolonization with us. Uh, can I just first of all ask you to introduce yourself? Yes, of course. Um, so my name's Lauren. I am currently doing a master's in international development and security um, within the space department. So sociology, politics and international studies. Um, and I also finished my undergraduate um, degree in politics and international relations um, within the same school uh, last year. Um, so yeah, been uh, part of Bristol for nearly four years now. That's great. And I know you've been doing lots of work in your own school with decolonization, which we're going to talk about in a short while. Yeah. But perhaps let me just start by asking you a very broad question about what decolonization means to you. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it is a very broad question. And I think I like that you said what it means to me, um, because I think it does mean slightly different things to um, different people. Um, but for me, I see it as a really positive term, a very empowering um, term. Um, it really means inclusivity um, and empowerment of previously erased voices. So um, people from underrepresented backgrounds. Um, I guess like in its simplest form, it means, you know, dis the dismantling of colonial legacies um, within present day institutions. So like the university. Um, and so, it really refers to a process which looks to eradicate deep-rooted power imbalances and structural inequalities. So whether that's through um, the student and staff body or the curriculum. Um, so yeah, it's really looking to redress those power um, imbalances. Um, so yeah. That's, that's great. Uh, actually, I'm just gonna uh, just uh, follow on from that a, a little bit. You've, you've been here for four years and um, I, I want to ask you actually just what what got you um, motivated in doing something in your school around this area. So what what did it mean to you as a student in space, and therefore how did you how did you start on this journey of decolonizing space? Yeah, um, so it really started in my second year. Um, there was um, an internship with the widening participation. Um, department on decolonizing the curriculum and I think before um before that internship um it was particularly um the Black Lives Matter movement so people were really submerged in activism I was quite I hadn't really been involved in activism before that um but I think that really um I was really awoken I guess um through the Black Lives Matter movement um and I think I just noticed um things within my uh, department. Um, so the, the department reading list being quite white, Eurocentric, male. Um, and I really didn't see anyone, you know, that represented me in knowledge making. Um, so I think, yeah, that when I saw that internship, it was something that I'd already been thinking about. Um, and I thought that internship was just um, amazing. And it really motivated me to do more because, um, yeah, I think, yeah, like I said, the Black Lives Matter movement really did enlighten people um, on the colonial legacies that are still here today. Yeah, yeah. Had a had a big impact on on many of us, I think, around, yeah. around the world, in fact. And uh, so uh, space uh, is one of those schools in the university that has done quite a lot. And I guess you've been sort of instrumental in that. And I know you've worked with other people and some staff members as well. So I wonder if you could just tell us a little bit about the work that you uh, 
uh, did in space in, in this area? Yeah, of course. Um, so it all began uh, with a report. So um, that was part of my internship that I was just talking about. Um, so the report was um, assessing um, spaces, undergraduate and postgraduate mandatory modules. And there were two parts to the analysis. So one part was assessing the diversity of the reading list. So the number of um, same authors, women authors, the, the, and then the second part was the decolonial de content. Um, so what was it actually um, talking about within those readings? Um, and yeah, it was it was a really great project, really fun project to do. Um, we had about 15 volunteers take about um, take part in the first um, report. Um, and at the end of it, there was um, we decided to take a stoplight approach. So we rated the modules red, yellow or green um, accordingly, according to a satisfaction with um, the decolonial content. Um, and then, yeah, summarise that in a report. Um, and that really drew a lot of attention, which is what we wanted to do. So we just wanted to sort of initiate the discussion within space. Um, and we um, launched a roundtable event for that report. Um, and that was really helpful to um, hear feedback from staff as well um, about of what they can do with their units, um, things that were challenges for them, um, just to really also demystify what decolonization meant and what it, how, why is it important for students? Um, and from there, it's it's been um, really good. Um, we've just come out with a second report, so that was assessing last year's modules. Um, and it's been really great to see um, the improvement in modules. So there's been a significant improvement in certain modules regarding diversity, um, but also we chose to include um, lecture content and assessment styles and questions. And the assessments were great. There are actual questions um, um, directly prompting students to engage in decolonizing the curriculum. So I remember there was a question like, what is decolonizing the curriculum? What's that mean to you and of, that's never been a question before so it was really great to see the progress there um and i guess other things we've done are um working with the student union to do um a decolonizing the curriculum week which alvin you're a part of which was great and again that was initiating it um across schools we had the opportunity to collaborate with other universities like lse um kcl um so yeah and i think i i guess the most important thing that came away from the reports um, was the away day um, that we held last um, year at the end of term. And that was um, where uh, uh, lots of, so all staff were invited, space staff were invited to come and attend this away day um, to really think about their units, ways to move forward. Um, and out of that um, space hired now a decal space staff lead. Um, and we've had meetings with head of school. Um, so yeah, it's been really great. And also just to plug in the last report, which I forgot is um, Nicole's report. So she also did an internship last year. She's from education and she's done a report on um, actually envisioning an ideal space curriculum. Um, so yeah, that was really great to talk about in the second round table event as well. That, that sounds great. And I, I, I'm going to ask you in a short while just about what you know what other departments and schools that might be interested in kind of working in this space might do and the away day and mm. the roundtable sound like really interesting events but before we get there yeah um let me just ask you uh, to just 
tell us a little bit about the team that you had? I mean, did you have like a team of students working with you? Did did you, what, what, how did, what did it involve? Did you interview students? Did you look at the course, you know, the, the data and the documents on the courses? Was it interviews with staff or what? Who was involved in what? what yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so decolonizing space is mostly, um, I, I guess, with the help of Elspeth, um, who's been great as well, and Thomas Seely, who's the decol space lead. But it is um, student volunteers, so a mixture of, undergraduate volunteers and postgraduate volunteers um, across space, so sociology and politics. Um, so that is our team. Um, I, at the beginning of the year, we send out um, like recruitment within, um, like recruitment advertising within the newsletters um, for our department. Um, so it's not um, uh, anyone who wants to be involved basically can be involved. So they just send an email um, saying that they're interested um, and we add them to the group chat and thereby um, have meetings together. Um, and currently the group is split into two. So um, we've got around, I'd say like 30 active volunteers, 20 to 30 active volunteers, but I guess over 50 that have um, accumulated over the years. Um, and one of them is the ideal space group. So that's looking more tangible ways to move forward. Um, so um, they were the ones who organized the um, decolonizing event week last year. Um, and then we've also got the social media team, which is more, um, they're looking to create a, web, a website now um, and also to push forward, I guess, like decolonization um, on social media. So more to detangle what decolonization actually means um so yeah I guess that's the team at the moment that's great that's 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 quite big actually it's bigger than I thought so 30 to 50 students is, is pretty pretty impressive I think yeah. I, I was interested also in the fact that you mentioned assessment I mean assessment's so important in um motivating students but also in kind of motivating what we put in the curriculum and so on and uh it, it's something that would be really interesting to explore more fully actually you know what does what does decolonization mean in the context of assessment so it's interesting that you you've yeah. started on that that thinking already but so let me let me then um ask you about this question uh that i referred to earlier which is you, you know what can it, what advice would you give to other you know other schools around the, the university want to uh do something in this space of decolonization uh what would you like to see um in in other schools for example yeah um i guess yeah the, like you said decolonization is such a collaborative process it needs different departments to look within their own curriculum so i i would say to um staff and, and students to look within their own departments so whether that's students coming together to form a group or um whether that's staff looking within their own units i think that does tend to be um thinking for example that maybe like the sciences what does decolonization mean within that so i think maybe like researching more what it actually means within your department and I, I really think listen to student voices from a staff perspective um, and just being open-minded to learn from them, um, learn from other research. Um, because yeah, like this university is a, a student experience as well as a staff experience. So I think definitely um, if staff hear from students that there's something in the curriculum that you know they feel uncomfortable with or they'd like to improve, I think it'd be really great to just be open-minded to listen to that. 
Um, and I think also for us all to support each other. So support initiatives by sharing reports that, um, you know, Decol Space have done, but, you know, other departments have done as well, reading that, um, coming to reading groups. Um, so um, Decol Space have got their own uh, reading group. Um, I know um, Built have got their reading group as well. We did a collaboration. Um, so yeah, coming to them, um, learning more, um, doing, attending talks as well. Um, so yeah, and also just, I guess, like get in touch if anyone wants to get in touch with me or anyone from um, the Decol Space Group or um, Decolonize UOB, um, just, I guess, like talking to people about, you know, how can we actually get started? Um, and there'll be like a lot of support, especially from um, within our group as well. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's quite an offer, Lauren. You're going to get lots of emails. I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. so you, you mentioned education. Uh, did, did, did you work with any of the others? Because there's a lot. There was a lot of work going on in the medical school, I think, as well, and in in you know in parts of humanities and you know other other places around the university. Yeah. So um, we I spoke at the Inclusive Research Forum last year. So that was um, held by Life Sciences, um, and I did that alongside the medical school. So I've been um, in in touch with um, people, especially within the medical school and Life Sciences. Um, and we did have students, so last year, um, the decolonizing the curriculum, we, we did have students from um, humanities as well. Um, so yeah, we have been um, collaborative with them, but I'd love to be more collaborative with them. So if, if you're listening, <laughs> get in touch. And I think yeah. you definitely student. Yeah, that's um, great. And I know the life sciences people that you mentioned are uh, currently involved in a built project um, to think about how to evaluate what they've been doing in in life science yeah, yeah which is also again a really important important area and actually so finally then just just thinking about this whole area of evaluating obviously you know it decolonization's a difficult area we're not sure exactly um necessarily how to proceed and whether we're necessarily getting it right and you know there are no kind of uh, blueprints for for this kind of work so it's so uh, finally just get you to reflect on what you think the sort of the main opportunities and the challenges are to progressing decolonization in, the, in a university like Bristol? Yeah, um, I think definitely an opportunity is more more people are understanding the term um, across departments, or, or particularly I can guess I can speak for space, people are more open-minded um, and don't see it as much as an attack anymore and I think that's been a lot because we have been so open in explaining it as students and why it's important and it's not you know erasing um the voices that are already on the curriculum it's more about you know um adding more um and understanding history so yeah I think at, people are more open to it especially within our department um and that gives us an opportunity to actually move forward and keep up the pressure um we've i think there's also opportunities to collaborate with other, other universities um so i know that um on path, behalf of our group we've um got a talk next week in bath spa university so they reached out so i guess there is an opportunity to collaborate with other universities to keep up the pressure um i think um challenges though um i 
I think there is a lack of understanding as well as people are understanding there is also a lack of understanding of what it is and an urgency as well from staff I know that COVID has been obviously a massive factor um, of disruption within the past few years so again that reduces I guess like the urgency of decolonization so especially after the Black Lives Matter movement there was lots of momentum and then COVID hit so it's it's hard keeping up momentum and motivation um I think I guess difficult bureaucratic structures within the university so I think there needs to be a lot more I guess communication um and I think I guess the biggest obstacle that I've heard from staff and as well as students um is time um I think um yeah, for example, I guess for our group, our volunteers don't get paid. So it's time for us to, you know, like meet up and assess units and things like that while people have also got their studies. Um, but also staff, it's time to act for them to actually sit down and reflect on their units um, because a lot of units do lead to a lot of big changes. Some don't. Um, and yeah, staff need time to actually reassess their units and think about what they're putting out as well. Um, so yeah, I, I'd say those those things. That's great. Yeah, no, thanks very much, Lauren. Just, which is one one very final thing is just what. So what's your next? Uh, what's your next move? In this <laughs> My next move. <laughs> um, so I guess as a group, we are planning. Um, volunteers do really want to do another report, so another um, assessing report. Um, so that's going to happen. Um, they also want to do a website um, where people can put up um their thoughts on decolonization so that would be really great as well um and yeah we've got some talks i guess like talks coming up um next week um hopefully some more talks as well um and yeah really open to collaborate as well with other um groups in the department and across the university that's great that's a great place to finish and i'm also pleased that you mentioned both your reading group in space and also the one we haven't built so hopefully yeah. uh, more people get involved in in those sorts of yeah. activities as well so uh great to speak to you lauren as always and so thank you again very much great thanks alvin